Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, okay, you're on in five... Hello, listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Law & Order Special Viewing Unit, the show where we view, review, and lovingly ridicule everyone's favorite cop drama, Law & Order Special Victims Unit, every episode in a row from the beginning, going to take us a lifetime. We, I don't know what anniversary this would be for episode 120. Uh, It's the the metric hundred. It's the metric hundred anniversary. I don't know what sort of gift we would get it's, each other for that one, but tin, I the tin anniversary. It's the tin anniversary. Okay, uh, so I'll, I'll get you. I'll get you some sort of a can there. I am your host, Matt Reuter, joined as always by my tin uh, co-host, who is apparently based off of BTK. I don't know. Oh, We're gonna get can. into this. One, Mister Aviv Rubenstein. How are you doing today, Mister Rubenstein? Oil can. Oil can. I'm a tin man. Get it. Yeah, I got you. No, I All got right, you. Uh, I'm good. We're recording on a Sunday midday. Midday. So we've traded our usual drinks in for coffee. And, yep, and coffee and water and dumplings, dumplings in your case. I was eating, some, eating a snack. But uh, so today we're going to be viewing and reviewing season six, episode four of SVU entitled Scavenger, which is a good one. It is uh, oh, some interesting man. things we're going to get into. But oh, before man. we get into that, Aviv, I believe that, we have a little bit of mailbag. We correct? do, we do. So uh, it has been a few days since our um, since our Oscar preview episode has plopped. Um, by the time this episode comes out, yeah, it's going to be a quite a quite a while, a month and a half after the Oscars. Um, so Deannis Deannis eighty four or eight four one on Twitter says, "I laughed too uncomfortably hard at your Flavorade comment on today's episode. Marriage Story is Kramer versus Kramer twenty twenty. Totally agree. Have no intentions of seeing Joker, but it will sweep. Unfortunately, Adam Stanley deserved a nomination for Uncut Gems. In reference to." the Oscar episode, Frances McDormand won Best Actress over Margot Robbie for I, Tanya. Uh, sh- I mean, yeah, you're right, she did, but like... Oh, yeah, I may for, have picked, um, I for love, Three Billboards. Yeah, I love Frances McDormand, but I may have picked Margot Robbie. Um, Allison Davidow says... Okay, you guys, I'm so, whatever. <laughs> I'm sitting here feel, feeling very bad about myself for laughing at the Jim Jones is too cheap to buy a real Kool-Aid joke. First, <laughs> first of all, hey, that's not a joke. Second of all, like, why do you feel yeah, bad? Yeah, that happened. Yeah, that happened. He, he, that, that's a factual thing. It was Flavor-Aid. It was not fucking, it was not Kool-Aid. It wasn't Gatorade. It was a different, it was Flavor-Aid. That's, and, and dude, look, man, I'm a murderer on a budget. What do you want from me? 
And also, I'm still super angry about that fish movie. I will never get those two hours back. You got, you have like a legion, a legion of people here. I apparently, who knew? Maybe people were just as bad at me. Like, here's the thing. I like Guillermo del Toro, but like that was not. I think we've said this, I think we've said this on air. Do you know what my favorite Guillermo del Toro movie is? Pacific Rim? It's Pacific Rim. Yeah. I love that movie. It's fucking, yeah, it's, uh, it's, that. that's a movie. Yeah. I didn't see the first one. I saw the second one. Oh, the second one's was... really bad. It was, I mean, oh boy, that one was There's no Idris Elba in the second one. Uh, There was not. Well, they replaced it with Sean Boyega. I'm like, that's, they're not really carrying the same gravity here. Yeah. Uh, At Taysha Riggs, Tricky LA says, the anger and sheer loathing Matt exhibited uh, exhibited during this year's Oscar roundup was in fact Oscar worthy. (laughs) Except I wasn't acting. Well, well, neither were the people in Uncut Gems. Uh, Lily Access <laughs> at Superfan Lily Access says Flavor Aid V Kool Aid eight eight minutes and nineteen seconds into the bonus Oscar episode I had to pause and breathe as I was hyperventilating with laughter I shouldn't be <laughs> laughing at Jonestown but that shit was funny um, at Footy Musings says uh, I'm not even an Oscar person but I thoroughly enjoyed <laughs> the SVU Oscar bonus episode well thank you. <laughs> And uh, oh, man. and so uh, I, people don't even tune in for our SVU stuff anymore. They're fine. just like, oh boy, once a SVU, year, two, two middle middle aged fucking straight white dudes just, just go off angry, on the Oscars. Angry. <laughs> um, and uh, and so last, so the okay, last episode okay. we discussed. Yeah, I was gonna say we have to address this. <laughs> last episode we discussed getting kind of like backsplash from people <laughs> thinking that we are the official SVU podcast uh, Twitter. And now what has happened this week is that people have started sending us screenshots of not our podcast of the of the official Law & Order SVU podcast. And so <laughs> Uh, it's un- it's this is getting like bizarre now. Yeah, like this like this is just strange. Linda D two T O O on Twitter says evening traffic blues made better by listening to the at SVU podcast with a screenshot of not our podcast on it. Here's what I don't get: like when you click on our profile on Twitter, it's very clearly. <laughs> Not it's not yeah it's whatever it, it's it's very it should be very apparent that nothing about this is official uh-huh. even though we did come first yeah I mean listen at least they're not listening to these or their stories I just oh my god here we go with this you know Aviv <laughs> they are very nice people I don't understand why you you insist on doing this listen we all have our crosses to bear Matthew <laughs> I mean I guess. I want nothing to do with this. I'm done with you. I'm done with you. So that is all the mailbag. This I'm going to go flavorate it up. I'm done. Uh, today, we are going <laughs> to view and review and lovingly mock Law & Order SVU Season 4, Season 6, Episode 4, <laughs> entitled... Going back in time. <laughs> I have dyslexia. I have number dyslexia. Yep. Um, there is a name for you number have, dyslexia. Wait, so in addition to the mild face blindness, you have, would you call it number and letter blindness as well? Just number. Um, Just number. It's entitled Scavenger. Uh, 
Watch the episodes online. You can watch them on Hulu. All of or Amazon. all of the episodes are available to watch on Hulu for anyone that I is. would recommend Hulu instead of Amazon. It's like they're all like horrible companies. It's Disney versus uh, Amazon. Uh, Amazon. So like I, whatever, but like I think you'll probably save money if you do it on Hulu or get the DVDs straight from NBC, which is owned by Universal, which is owned by Comcast. So uh, there's no ethical consumption under capitalism. Um. Yep. Boy, that was a real weird and before, little. But before tangent. we get into this week's episode, no, 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 Matt no, no, is no, going to no. hit us with a sixty-second recap, as he does every. Matt week. is Matt is not going to be doing this. I see what you're doing there, Fiev, and I was like, you know, I'm going to let him do this. He's just going to tucker himself out and eventually have to do this anyway. So there you go. You're making my job that much. Try to rabbit so, season, duck season, you. So. Aviv, in the grandest of all traditions on this podcast, this it's a you sucks. trying to get out of. It's it's you trying to get out of the 60-second recap and doing so unsuccessfully. And B, you are going to hit us with a 60-second recap of what happened in this week's episode of SVU. So, Aviv, in 60 seconds or less, why don't you tell us what the fuck happened in this week's episode of SVU? Detectives! Okay, you guys. God knows the upper hand. Uh, Okay, you guys. Uh, Someone on the SVU writing staff saw the movie seven and was like we could do that but make it also like die hard with a vengeance so uh there is this rip from the headlines thing of uh, uh women being abducted and murdered and the and the the it's by a serial killer who's resurfaced from the 70s named rdk and rdk is on the run he's leaving clues it's very seven like it's very zodiac like um it's based on the btk killer uh but it turns out as they are running down like they're so fucking bad at figuring out clues i like I, that's basically all of my notes um but it turns out that it, this this winds up being a copycat from a uh, uh, an out of work writer slash journalist who is shopping a book around about the RDK killer and wants to like drum up more interest because he's got like twenty seven thousand rejection letters um, and that turns out not even to be the real reason the real reason is I hate my mom Dick Wolf yeah so here's the thing we have to discuss this so the. This guy is supposed to, you're right, this is basically someone saw the movie Seven and tried to go with this, and, but here's the problem. So this episode came out in October of 2004. Yes. BTK. BTK was not caught until 2005. Uh-huh, like six months later. But they start the episode out by saying, yeah, it was February of 2005, so it was so literally- four months yeah, later. Four, four months later is when he was caught. So, but they put a rip from the headlines disclaimer up at the beginning, and I was like, "Well, wait a second, why the he- the, the rip from the BTK- headlines is just is just the like because it's RDK in this, um, right? And, and so I think it's basically like someone from the BT- from the BTK's press team doesn't like sue them." But at the time, they would have no reason because our client BTK. BTK- BTK, but at the t- but he wasn't caught yet, so he wouldn't even have legal representation. Maybe they're just trying to snuff him out. Well, but that's what I was gonna say. It's like he famously like murdered a bunch of people, and then would have long periods that he wouldn't kill anyone. Yeah. Or I mean, I guess unless he he was killing people, and they just didn't know. But or like it changed his so MO why? Or yeah. Why in the hell did they? Yeah. A pitch this as a rip from the headlines, yeah. and B. 
at that point in time, he had been dormant for how many years? So, like, was someone just reading, like, a, a, a book about the BTK Strangler? It was just like, hey, you know, I'm going to write an SVU episode, base it on the idea of this guy. Like, I, it's just so strange how everything worked out in the timing that it yeah, did. Yeah, it's very, very weird timing. And, and, the, and it's it too is close. very, very much a seven rip when we meet the real killer. It's like there are plot points lifted from seven. Um, but let's 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 start let's start from the top. We start with yeah, like so a, we've got a jo- yeah, couple we, of jogging buddies. Uh, yeah, I don't know what live, this relationship is. Live listener feedback from Leanne O'Shea. She just goes, "Wow, she's ripped." That's it. Yeah, the the girl yeah. in the beginning of this episode. Yeah, yeah she she is in. So I want to. I don't she understand. Cut. I understand what the relationship is here because she is in very good shape the running so like they're not jogging buddies because I the think she dude might be that is running with her or something and he's just complaining the whole time she's a terrible trainer then because she should be running alongside him like encouraging him not well, just like not running if she ahead knows that he's just trying to like stare at her ass like it's a carrot stick situation i mean i guess i mean that that would seemingly work i guess you just need a, P- a pov shot of like what he sees and what he's yeah right just looking just tilt the camera down a little bit that's all you need but i also so they run by a stroller which is not like even like a little bit off to the side it's like dead yeah, center it's just a stroller of this chilling. Jogging and but there's people there's extras in the background I, I that are know. walking around and he, but the guy like 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 squ- burns rubber stopping and he's like oh my god there's a baby here it's like there's a baby with a note on it it's like wait the, so the no note one just says like that was, this is my baby relax i went to get a soda I, I, it's just how many people must have walked by this baby stroller and been like, oh, look, a baby with a note on it. Fucking New York City, man. It just kept on going. Yeah, probably most of them. I, but also, like, with the baby thing, I'm like, is the fire station too far away? Like, like, it's, it's not a, it's just, you don't just abandon a baby in a park. I mean, it's apparently if you are the RDK killer or whatever. Yeah, RGB killer. Um, and so. <laughs> The Roy G. Biv killer. Uh, the RFK killer. Sirhan Sirhan. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Ooh, this is fun. Let's think of other things that we can... Um, so the Jack Kemp Cook killer. The tr- uh, that's for... <laughs> that's for uh, DC people in here. Jack Kemp Cook State... Or RFK Stadium became Jack Kemp Cook Stadium. Anyway... That was a really dumb joke. Um, yeah, that was. So well, going for it on that. So one. the cops, the cops come come by and they're like, "It's sometimes the cops are smart and sometimes the cops are dumb." And this is an episode where every every cop is so stupid. And I think that Ice T so- knows it because the way he delivers his lines in this, I'm like, "You don't think that this is good, do you?" I, here's the thing that is so I really like this episode. Yes, you are completely right that everyone <laughs> is an idiot. It's just so here's the thing. They eventually get where they need to go with a lot of these clues but the amount of time it takes them to get there is just like how did it take you yeah, this so, long to So you know the scenes in Batman Forever where bat it's like very clearly a kids movie and Batman's like trying to figure out the easiest fucking riddles ever it's like there's a lot of that um <laughs> well yeah but here's the thing like the amount of time it takes them 
to like seemingly do investigative detective work when they get a That's clue. Incredible. There's like a five hour delay. They're like, okay, like the first clue is on the baby, and it's basically just like I've I've snatched this lady, and it's signed a name. Roses uh, like, are red, violets are blue. I've snatched I've snatched this baby. Well, so they they find that there's a there's a crime scene, there's a rape scene. They're like, okay, dragged the the baby story over the, here. There's what then, they think is a rape scene. There's a, there's like a struggle right. scene, and someone's like undergarment has been underwear's like, yeah. Cut. It's like the underwear's been they they're like it's not even ripped. It's been shredded. And I'm like, a what shred- the hell? No, it's just been sl- sliced. But they said shredded, I and know. I was like. That's what the fuck does that even mean? And they also say the note is pre-printed. You can just say printed. You can, yeah, exactly. Like, you don't have to imply it wasn't live printed. Yeah, it wasn't the, like the implication, a right? Machine. If it's not pre-printed, it's like a wireless printer's <laughs> underneath the baby, like dot matrix which he does later in the episode. Which is true. Oh my god, it's so good. The writing. It's just it's again, it's 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 not it's great, but it's not at the exact same time. This it's is live a real, printed. This is a real cat DNA episode. Um the It's live printed, Aviv. He's the baby's got like a fucking stock ticker on it where it says like my mom is <laughs> My mom's stock is going way down. I <laughs> sell, sell, sell. I'm not bullish on my mother's life. Um, oh man, that is terrible. Nor should you be. Apparently, so it's sad. We like here's the thing. There's an actual murder. There's several murders, but it seems like they're just they don't even particularly care. If the Benny Hill theme was playing underneath this episode, it would not change at all. No, I yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I I think you'd have to you'd have to speed the frame rate uh, up a little yeah. bit um <laughs> just to make it fit otherwise it would just be very very odd but i like, know that this... the amount of time they're like oh my god here's this note but the note is signed by a dude and rupert then it's like how daniel kilmore so rupert daniel kilmore they go back to the fucking but, okay squad hang room. on hang on because i okay. know that this is going to be a stupid episode when they don't immediately see the last name kilmore and think that like oh kilmore i get it and like they just like ignore it and they look for real Rupert Kilmores and I'm like, oh, you guys are fucking morons, aren't you? But here's the thing: they find one. There is one. <laughs> there is one that happens to be in Staten Island. Um. So they. So before we get to before we get to that, uh, we have our theme. We see. I see the Jonah Hill Martin Scorsese Super Bowl commercial, which I'm like, I don't like that. Um. And <laughs> and so. We come immediately back to the squad room, and the guy's like, "What does this guy have? A vendetta against all mothers?" Turns out, like literally, yes. That that is the that is that's that is it. indeed you figured it out. That's that's the motive. In scene one, and you don't even know it, and you don't even <laughs> act know one, it. scene one, crime solved. Um, and, <laughs> Dick Wolf. And they also there's also this weird kind of casual sex casual misogyny where it's like the husband not, might not even know until he's back from work. Like, let's just let him off the hook. Well, so they're saying the problem is they they have like literally no clues whatsoever because like the baby can't fucking tell you. Baby, tell you what did DNA, you see? Right. So they're baby, like, what okay, did we're... you see? Wah, wah. <laughs> He's like looking at the photo array. Stable's choking the baby. 
Oh, there's a lot of Stabler chokeholds there in this is, movie. In there's this a lot of there's a lot of these people would not have jobs anymore. Uh, the they last would, they would be done. The last sequence is so insane, and I cannot wait to talk. to I you about cannot it. wait. I cannot wait to get to all of this episode. I cannot fucking wait. So they uh, they're like, all right. So they they try to track down and see if they can figure out like if the uh jogging stroller oh yeah the jogging right, sh- like, the jogging stroller is very popular and craigan's like well the baby's one of a kind <laughs> right and that's what yeah and then it was like well you know we don't we don't know anything about anything at this point and uh so they're like all right well the only leads is the baby and the fucking stroller so let's figure it the fuck out and this note apparently like oh there happens to be a dude named this so it's let's go Staten see Island. him but the time it takes them to get from presumably the crime scene Back to the squad room. And the fact that, okay, if they... You're right. Like, the Kilmore, obviously, is like... That seems like that would just be, like, a like a taunting name. But at the same time, you know, if you're the police and you have nothing else to go off of, you might as well... Might as well look up a Kilmore. But it fucking takes them what seems to be... A, what I would assume in the in the real world is, like, several hours yeah, to get when to they, the point where they should run that down. When they wind up being 40... Spoilers, 45 minutes late to save her life. Uh... They're wasting a lot of time here. Speaking they of time. They waste a lot of time. Yeah. So they fucking, they go to meet this Kilmore guy who is real, by the way. There's only one, apparently, in In this the, time zone. In this time zone, they said. Uh, he, so he's a, he's he, like a watchmaker they, over in Staten Island. They asked if he has a second and he says, I got 60 every minute. I was like, this guy is guilty. Just lock him up anyway. So we also have to talk about so basically they come in and they just accuse this guy of being like a rapist and a murderer and he's just like well what the fuck like what is happening i'm, I'm like, i might be a weird watchman, but well also they're like hey man look like why why would some rapist and murderer sign your name on this note he's like dude i don't fucking know but like my that... last name is Kilmore. But, like, why would I Why would I do that to make it so easy for you to come and find me? Like, they never think that, like, man, this might be a little too easy, the guy that this name is, whatever. The, like, so, I don't know, man. Because this is New York. Right. And fucking, so that's that's pretty ballsy to come in if you're a cop, just be like, and with basically no evidence, I'm going to come in and be like, yeah, you're a rapist and a murderer. You're coming with us. And so apparently he got, like, a call earlier that day that instructed him to tell the cops the facts. And he's no, like, no, it was it was in real time. He oh yeah, call, yeah, yeah, he yeah, answered yeah. it, and fucking, he's like, oh, give him the facts, and then a fax comes through, and she's like, not facts, facts, right? And it fucking um, comes through. It was facts from like the place down the street, so they run to the place down the street. Yeah, this fact. They go the, there, like the, nobody's fucking like going anywhere. The 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 facts is like, and I was as I was traveling to St. Ives, I met a man with seven wives. Each wife had seven seven sacks. Each sack had seven cats. How many? Cat sacks, sex, wives, wives, and how many yeah. people are going to say knives? Yeah, basically, it's the it's the clue from Die Hard with a Vengeance. Right. The answer is one, zero zero just, zero one. Just the guy. Um, and so they go to the the fax place, the like speedy speedy print place, and he like waves the fax in the dude's face and is like, "Who sent this?" And the guy's like, "I don't know. Did it have a cover sheet?" I'm like, "I love this guy." I fucking love this guy. This guy knows knows his job and knows it well. Like, Tou- I don't know. Touche. There's a lane and I'm going to stay in it. Well, so but here's here's the other thing. Where it's like, did it have a cover sheet? And so the answer is 
no, as it turns out. But the guy, the guy that's working there makes it sound like, well, the cover sheet, you know, should go on everything because this is a fax place. But then he also reveals, he's like, the, the guy didn't even wait for me to actually send it. He just paid for it and walked out. I was like, well, then if it doesn't have a cover sheet, it's probably because you didn't put a cover sheet Yeah, that's on, on there. you, man. That's your job to put the cover sheet on there, Mr. Guy that works at the fax place. Uh, but then it turns out it was like a a shabby-looking African-American gentleman. Yes. Uh, they're like a homeless guy, I believe is what they say. And they go, yeah, and the homeless, like homeless guy... Uh, and homeless guy apparently in the fight in the three minutes that it took him to from sending the facts has shot so now shot so much heroin into his veins. so much heroin and is just uh, well i'm sure that the guy paid alley. him to do, well he said he took a knife put a knife to his back but i'm sure the guy gave him some heroin for his troubles and i love this actor this actor is like on the nod falling asleep like in the middle of the set in a in the middle of a sentence it's really good good at- yeah fucking it's it's good and then stapler's just like we need to get him sugar so he's just looks like okay. digging through okay. the trash no 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 i i have a huge we got we got we got to talk about this so I, i'm not entirely sure if sh- sugar is what that gentleman needs no get get this man some heroin um so the, <laughs> the guy who get him some narcan and that'll get him right the fuck out of it i mean i know we're like in the opioid era now so that maybe that i mean i know that drug was around yeah but i don't think people were were fucking carrying around in their pockets just like average people i actually know uh, a buddy of actually a friend of the show uh ben wyatt had to get his real name no 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 he he narcan somebody oh shit yeah uh, just like on the street m- why did he have Narcan? I don't know if he had it. It was somewhat... I, I think he did. I don't remember why. So he, he worked since... I don't know why he, he had it, but fucking some dude like came running around a, an alley and was like, dude, my fucking friend, like, I need help. And I don't know if... I don't know why Ben had it on him or something. You, it know, been, you know what happens. You're at a party. People start passing around Narcan. I, I I don't know, but he fucking he's like he's like I had to go and, like administer it to this dude. It was fucking intense. Yeah, my uh, my ex girlfriend Lauren is a doctor in Baltimore. Oh. Dot, dot dot dot. She has narcaned a lot of people. Just on her lunch break. She's she yeah she's a pediatric oncologist, but there are people who bring their kids to the peds unit at Johns Hopkins and like also just like pass out or have heart attacks or whatever also happen to have yeah also happen to need a bunch of narcan in their bodies and so uh, yeah so apparently there's like a like a code for just like an adult has passed out in the pediatric unit get the narcan um uh it's a code black tar oh boo Oh come on! No, pretty, that was pretty good. It's pretty good. That wasn't bad. So the it guy, wasn't good. The guy. Who Let's plays, be honest. It wasn't good, listeners. The guy who plays the uh, the heroin addict, um, or as they refer to the crackhead, which is that's a different thing. Um, his, yeah, he wouldn't be falling asleep if that were the case. He would try to fact, suck your you would dick. Need to, you, would, <laughs> you would need to give him the heroin to calm him the fuck down. Uh, his name is Roni Clanton, and he's been he in, great. He's, he's great. He's really, really good. He's got like. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He, like, makes a bunch of acting choices that that normal extras don't make. He's got, like, a good affect. He's literally falling like like uh believably falling asleep while talking to them which is like amazing um but he was in um the royal tenenbaums he's like just like a random person in the royal tenenbaums the cemetery maintenance man he's also in a previous svu episode dolls which is the one yeah with with the dolls with bert trevor and his doll collection yeah yeah um but he's played uh, he's played two characters on SVU, two characters on original recipe, and two characters on Criminal Intent. Um, he was on Bo- not, not a bad showing. You might know him um, as Langston the Butler on Boardwalk Empire. Um, nope, never watched. Well, I think I've seen like one episode. Yeah, and he's he's working up till today. He's he plays oh he played a homeless man. Uh, on a show called Lincoln Rhyme, The Hunt for the Bone Collector. So he's just like reprising his role. But he was... Um, oh, that's new. That's that's a new show, isn't it? Brand new, yeah. And he was also uh, a series regular on the show The Godfather of Harlem. But he's like a fantastic actor for, yeah, for he's someone great. So, with such a small role. Yeah, this guy, I hope he gets... Uh, all the success. I yeah. hope he gets all the roles. He's like He's working, really, really good. working since the... M- in, since the mid '60s, wow! So good like, for him, yeah, he's killing it. Um, and uh, but did, was I the only one that felt uncomfortable with the fact that Stabler is, is going through like, trash? Here, yeah, feed feed this junkie a fucking like a trash fucking okay. uh, candy so, bar. So like play, it's just something. play by play. Our our guy says that the that the the man who really wanted to send the facts made him memorize something. He falls asleep while trying to say it, and then Stabler's like, "This guy needs sugar," and then goes through closed bags of trash to find any sugar that he can feed the homeless man. So, according to the IMDb trivia. Quote, Elliot gives the... Could you just call an ambulance? Yeah. Elliot gives the homeless man a chocolate bar to eat after he starts passing out, saying he needs sugar. As if somehow the reason he was passing out was because he was going into hypoglycemic shock due to injecting too much insulin. However, the homeless man was passing out because he was under the influence of an opiate. Heroin, most likely. He... His works kit could clearly be seen on the ground next to him. Uh, there yeah, was a that was in. very apparent. I actually, that was like a really interesting bit of set deck that like they, w- I don't think that they usually do that shit. But yeah, there's, you could definitely see like heroin. And also, fucking, okay, why, why would Stapler there, know that anyway? If that no is in fact evidence, true, which I don't think it is. There was no evidence that he was using insulin. It does not need to be cooked. And so therefore he wouldn't need a spoon. 
it does it doesn't come in powder form so the bag couldn't have the bag that couldn't have contained insulin and a self and self-administered insulin is injected subcutaneously not intravenously subcutaneously is under the skin intravenously is in the veins so there would have been no need for a tourniquet so in short making him eat something with sugar in it would not have helped improve the situation one bit i mean i i think some uh, fucking keyboard warrior is so mad about this, and I love it. Matt, I found your IMDb profile. That is actually, that is not true. No, there was And another previous, thing! There was a previous episode uh, that Finn is talking to... Martha Plimpton. It's the baby hand episode. So weird. It's no, the baby it's hand. Not, it's the baby hand. No, it's not that. I think it was uh, the episode with the guy that... Uh, plays bubbles on the wire. He's also playing sure. like a, Andre like a jokey. Yeah. yeah, he also plays like a junkie on an episode. And uh, Finn comes in and brings him like an orange juice or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they, they they do that a lot and, in the series. They did. They also did it in the Baby Hand episode when she was going through her DTs. He gives her an orange soda. I'm like, what the fuck? Right, but is like, this? cause there there is a reference like that, like oh, you know, in terms of, I guess, whenever you're coming down off of something, like where like the sugar like helps or some shit like that. But it's like, but not when you're like right in the middle it's of not gonna, t- yeah. like you've, yeah, it doesn't. It'll it's help like, your oh my god, DTs, not your fucking. Yeah, not when you're fucking high out of your mind because you just shot up heroin. Get a cup of get just, a cup of coffee. You could put the and sugar they, like, in the shove coffee. It in the, they shove it in the guy's mouth too. I'm like, I don't. This none of this feels okay to me. <laughs> and then we and then we cut th- cut to them in the squad room, and he's in like the lockup, and they're like, he said a bunch of fucking nonsense words. We don't know. We've interrogated him for eight hours. He keeps saying these nonsense words. Fucking crackhead. And he's like, I'm but not that- a crackhead. Heroin. <laughs> also, there seems to be no indication that they took him to get any sort of medical help no, they, take none. Just, they just brought him straight back to the cell threw his ass in there and he's yelling he's just listen like, a white ah, woman's in danger fucking... it's just it's fair so then they're all set so they they're they write up i don't know what like, do you have to take down the word no i didn't it's like cat it's like top uh, mend yard yarn <laughs> and it's like something else so this is this is when i start to think that that these guys are fucking morons because it's like have you never seen a movie you guys this is clearly an anagram just fucking scramble the letters you idiot um and right because like if you can't because here's the again they say that they've been at it for eight hours it is written on the board which means i'm assuming whenever let's assume that the guy started talking as soon as i got it back to let's the give him an so hour let's say let's give him an hour let's to give fucking him an hour vomit out the candy bar the trash candy bar that he ate so it's so that means for eight for hours, seven hours, they have been they have written this on the board and have literally just been staring at it, and at no point. And so <laughs> apparently, since they've been doing this the whole time, whenever we see them, they are literally been like they're just reading the letter, the words again out loud, being like, "I don't understand what the connection is." It's like, what have you been doing for seven hours? That the things that you are saying now are are has, the seven hours later you. thoughts, yeah. Like at no point in time, especially Munch, who then is just like, "Oh, it's an anagram." Yeah. Like, why, oh, clearly. Why, like after hour one of being like, "There's no connection between any of these things." Maybe scramble you up the letters, just, morons. Like, like that would be my first fucking thing if I couldn't figure out what the yeah, if it's what not, the through line if was, it's not a, a, a connectable thing. You scramble up the letters. 
Just guys, try it. Just try it. Okay, shouldn't you just try it? Guys, like, they what, never played no fucking brain building games here. Like they keep just assuming that the fucking the heroin guy is just wrong, and he's like, "God damn it, I'm not wrong." Yarn, cat, man, top. Um, so they don't they don't have confirmation that the heroin guy who they call a crackhead. I have to stress two different drugs. It's they very, should know this. Very, Finn should especially. They should have just said yeah. They just should have said junkie. Just say junkie. Um, uh, or druggy something. The so they so a package comes in. Uh, there's a handful of things happen, like all at once. There's a, there's a lot happening so here the, now. So the husband finally gets home from work and shows. Yeah, up. they release the baby picture on the news to like find out. They're like, "Hey, right. don't really say details. Just say like we found a baby." <laughs> and then someone here's needs the to baby. come claim this. Someone come claim this baby. Here's a picture of the baby. But here's the thing, and I realize parents. Oh probably, no, like, we're gonna pretty good. Let's say it on. You got a good eye let's for your say it own on kid. Three. I imagine that. Let's say it on three. How did they one, identify this baby? One, two, three. All babies look alike. Oh, you didn't they say kinda, it. They, they, oh, I'm sorry. Well, I, yes. Well, try, I didn't know. Let's what try that. this again. One, two, One. three. All babies look alike. All babies look the same. Fucking, like, I, again, I'm sure if you were the parent of a baby, you could identify Gorgeous, your own baby. Beautiful it's like a baby. thing. He's got his father's but, eyes. But here's the thing. Like, a lot of babies, when they're that age, they look very similar. They just look so like Ed Asner. Sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> But they apparently find so this guy did he finish his day of work because it seems late now. Yeah, so well, like he's did, he's a high powered so and so. He works late. Never find out what, but he's like, oh, my friend gave me a call because they saw this my baby on the news. Is my wife okay? My it's like, friend well, gave if, me a call because they saw my baby on the news. Where's my wife? Yeah, Woo. and they're like, okay, well, they're like, let me see. Do you have a picture of that baby? And he shows a picture of the baby. I'm like, again, they all look. Identical. Similar, so. Yeah, I think the baby's in the same shirt in the picture too, which is why I'm like, but that's interesting. They clearly have this baby for one day on set. Um, well, they would. Why would they have a picture that's not the baby in the same shirt? They would have to have taken the picture to put it to release it. No, no, no. They they took a picture of the baby when they found the cops did and released it to the news. I'm saying the picture that the dad pulls out of his wallet oh. looks to be the baby in the same exact outfit i just I was assumed like, so it was that. i just assumed that was the picture that they released to the press for some reason i printed this picture out it's my baby well because stanley was like Do you have a picture of of your of your son and he's like yeah so it's like that, yeah i got that this one mean, off the news yeah it's just, i'm here to claim this baby i was told if i come in with a printed out picture of this baby i get a free baby it's like a coupon it's like rather than screw the adoption fees, I'm just gonna go factory direct to the cops. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a remainded baby. Yeah, you get you go to the police auction. You can get cars, you can get jewels, a baby. <laughs> you get babies. This episode has everything. Baby auctions. <laughs> Crackheads, baby auctions. Crackheads that are really heroin addicts. Discount Kevin Spacey. <laughs> um so okay cops doing those things that you get under the fucking bottle caps of lion's head beer rebuses rebuses or or, um yeah i this is oh my god i can't so anyway so they then they get a package oh and they get a package it all happens at the same time it's insane at the same time and fucking what so they fucking kraken opens the thing so the heroin acts like let me go i didn't do anything It just keeps saying those fucking four random words over. Yarn, so, wolf, mend, top. So can we 
can we say how the the father of the baby slash the husband of the abduct uh, abducted woman lady with a dead baby very calm, he seems to be very calm about the fact that it's like someone saw my baby on the news saying that it was abandoned didn't immediately assume that something has happened to his wife he seems very calm he's just kind of sitting there like hey how's it going i was told a baby's here for me to pick up uh and uh I don't know where my wife is. Can you help me? Is something going on? Is something bad happening? I'm at a police station. What's going on? I assume on? everything is fine. It's fine. The- hey, look at that. There's a fucking ear in a box. It's Michael Madsen from fucking Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, so so someone Van Gogh'd her, and uh, and she... So he's like, I recognize... Stuck in the middle with you is playing fucking... I, I recognize Madsen that earring anywhere. Dance. I usually see it attached to my wife's ear. Oh, my God! They're like, uh, what is, what, so this is, I, and then we'd never see this guy again. No, because Craig is like, get him out of here, and then they kick him off the show. Right, and on the package, the return address listed Cat, is the, yarn. It's the, yeah, it's the four words, and they're like, and that's when Munch is like, oh, it's an anagram, it's and gotta it's gonna be, be an for address. streets. Oh. oh, guys, why didn't we think of, now granted, the anagram could have been literally anything it's if they didn't know it was supposed hours. to be a street. Like, I don't, yeah, so the anagram comes out to like, it's uh, two cross streets and Mott it's a and, yeah, grand payphone. Um, so they go to the payphone, this is like a scene directly out of die hard with a vengeance um but they're they're late they find another clue that's like you're late with roman numerals and 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 olivia come on come on olivia she's just like ix iv iii iii mc and he's like roman new stable's like roman numerals military time i'm like you guys are fucking idiots yeah so they with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. They dump the... They get the LUDs on the on the payphone from the time listed in the note, and then they find where the... Is that where they... They find out where the phone call came from? They find out where the phone call came from. They burst into an apartment joker from dark knight style it says congrats it says congratulations i i'm kind of rooting for this guy actually i a little bit because the cops are like oh boy i will say i like the way that this episode moves like it's very good it's, in terms of they're going from scene to scene it like does. they're dumb there they're is a yada very... yada moment that i think we should talk about later but yes right. it does move oh okay it's like right now fast. okay um, but also, like, I like the way it's shot, particularly this scene where, like, the the kick in. <laughs> where they walk by a dead body and don't notice it. Well, no, but I'm just saying in terms of a lot of times whenever we get the shots of them kicking in the door, it's like we're out in the hallway with them when they kick in the door. 
yeah. for, the, for the initial kick-in. This one, it's our the pers- camera's already inside, and like they're everyone's like looking basically right down the barrel of the fucking. Yeah, our perspective is a little different in this in this week's episode because I think that we are like we're not with the cops POV. We have this kind of other omniscient POV. We don't ever break yeah. from the cops, but except for the very beginning. But yeah, um, it's it's it is pretty interesting. So they 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 walk right by a dead body. They then see the dead body, and it says RDK is, and then an arrow points. Well, no, at her first back. it's a. Well, there's like a there's she's in a robe first, where it's like, oh fuck you guys, you're too late. Like unwrap your present. There's a message inside, so they unwrap the body, and they no one seems like all that phased, but like they're not looking at like anything about the crime scene to try to figure it out. They're just like, well, I guess we're just gonna take this uh, this jacket off and yeah, see. It. Yeah, it definitely isn't a bomb. <laughs> Yeah, right. Like they're very trusting for the fact that they've been running all over the place. Uh, yeah, and they take off the thing, and it says uh, RDK and an with arrow. an arrow, and then they spin the body around, or I guess they go and look at the back. They don't spin the body; it's hanging, they actually the do way. spin the body. Oh, do they spin the body? I don't <laughs> yes. think. Oh, wow, that's that's that sure is something. And so it's like RDK is back, which really reminded me of the time that we saw yep. freddy versus, Freddy Jason. versus Jason. that's right that's right yep and in in mark gets murdered by freddy carving into says, his back yeah freddy's back to which our friend ross no nope, it was me that's mark's oh that was you i that thought was it was me. ross oh no that's that was mark's you back. oh i yeah. apologize 100 that's, that's mark's back that's mark's back oh i apologize i've been giving how, ross credit for that joke for years dare you i think you i'm sorry buddy i didn't that's true. That's um, true. A hat womp. So With this hat, this very this, hat, this very hat. So the no, actually uh, the one before this hat. So the the uh, there's another clue that says like for the next clue, clue to a clue. Look under the policeman's helmet, and so we come back from our our commercial, and they're like, "What does that mean? There are four million police officers." And Finn, this is like one of Finn's best lines because it is clear to me that he's like, why am I in this episode? Where he's like, right. but policemen don't wear helmets, they wear hats. Right. But fucking, doesn't Munch ask some, like, random-ass question first? He's like, what, what, what's the what's the star date to date? And they're just like, ah, oh, whatever. And then he's like, oh, I figured it out, because I know Latin or some shit. And yeah, it's like, he, he, yeah. He, fi- he figures out that it's a flower. Okay, so, Matt, let's play a game. Sure. Let's play a game. You're, let's do it. You're not a very progressive person. You're, let's say, a, a Republican from Kansas. And I... and I, I te- Is this an accusation? Or no, is no, like, no. This is the scenario. In order to play this game, I, I, must, to... I must role play this. Yes, okay. this is the game that you're playing. I was about to... I was just like, fuck you, man. Like, I, sure. I, I don't know if I would qualify myself as, like, a super liberal person, but, like, you know. And then, like, you're like a Republican. I was like, whoa, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> okay. So are, we, are you breaking up with me? What is happening? I just can't do this anymore, Matt. Um, so get the flavor aid. <laughs> so you're you're from Kansas. You're an sure. avid SVU watcher. Okay, and you get to cast at least in your head a character that plays a New York florist. Okay, what do you? Well, who do you pick? Um. If if I were in the mindset that you were describing, correct? Because because I could go directions on this that would be like, well, I mean, no, what no. direction do I want to go with this? The most um, obvious direction. 
basically, uh, I don't know, any sort of a stereotypical gay. So I basically would watch the birdcage and be like uh-huh. any of the characters. Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane. Or Agador Spartacus. Or, yeah, or fucking Hank Azaria. Well, uh, so they went with Nathan Lane. He's, yep. he's got a cravat on and like a and like a flowery shirt and he's like bitch I am busy work it's great so they're like okay well uh, if it's a flower thing it's four o'clock all the flowers have got to be there so we'll go to the flower market and so meanwhile so here's here's the part that I'm like this is why this doesn't make a lot of sense I'm listening they say it's 4 a.m. And it's therefore the flower place is open. They go to the flower Broad place. Daylight. It is it's daylight out. Yeah, it the the assumption is maybe that they like have gone to a bunch of places and this guy's like But they the next only on reference the like the they say the flower mart, which implies that like it's just the one place that you go. Yeah, yeah. The fla uh crazy uh gay stereotypes flower emporium. What it's I'm just saying, Cra- Crazy Mary's Flower Emporium is is the sign I, on the wall. I am just saying the the continuity here doesn't really match, or they're really bad at their jobs. It also it also this episode aired um, on October nineteenth, two thousand four. So we all know that October's in New York. The sun rises at three thirty a.m. Right, of course. It's like one of the. It's like the an insomnia thing. Right, it's something like that, but also like it. It doesn't appear to be very cold out. They're all dressed in kind of just normal looking kind of clothes. There's no coats or anything like that. So I don't even know if it's October. It aired in October. I don't yeah. think it was supposed to be in October though. Sunrise in New York, three thirty a.m. Look it up. Um, you know it. So we all know it. I don't even know why I said it out loud. It's common knowledge. Meanwhile, they're like showing this guy their badge, being like, "Dude, you need to help us." He's like, "I've got a wedding. I'm, I'm busy. Fabulous. Wedding, wedding, wedding. Fabulous work, Beyonce." It's like, I'm so far behind, well, officers. I don't be, want to help you. It wouldn't even be Beyonce at this t- at this point. It would be like, Barbara Streisand. <laughs> no, it'd still be Beyonce. Judy Garland, Liza Minnelli, I've got a wedding. What's this? Um, I'm from Designing Women. Oh, Jesus. Um, so he says that, that there was a call. The phone was ringing as he arrived there that morning at 4 a.m., question mark. And... Um, Glor- well, it would imply that it's sooner because they're like, well, 4 a.m., it must be open now, which means it probably opened at 3? I don't understand yeah, I don't what know. business this is. I think that it was, I think that it may have took taken them some time. Anyway, uh, so the woman, the, the credit card was, was paid for, the name on the credit card who bought the policeman's helmet thing is Gloria Durham, which is the name of, I guess, the next victim. The second victim. Yeah. yeah. And so... Uh, How do they determine that? Because he says it like, oh, he says it earlier. Yeah, I think that she went missing. I think that that there's like, or wait, is that the credit card of the dead woman? That's the credit card of the woman that they're about to that find. That they just found. No, they're about oh, to they... find. In How the, did they in the find... public garden? How did they find out that that was the person I... they were looking for? I don't, I don't remember know. That. I mean, they do. They do know. They say her name earlier. I think that she just may have gone missing. Um. So the the but that does okay. The, they're about to deliver the flowers. So Staler's like, oh, "I'll do it for you." Bada bing, and uh, and so the delivery address is to like a public garden where all of the flowers have been removed 
from the soil and like placed in a pile and underneath the pile is Gloria Durham. She's been stabbed 132 times. Her throat has been slit and there's been like weird Sharpie doodles on the, made on the bottom of her feet. Yeah, and she's also holding a newspaper. rolled up newspaper uh, referencing the, I guess, the, the murder, uh, the previous murder from the previous scene, where, and the, there's a note saying, like, I'm only B3, in section B2, yeah. Yeah, how do I, you know, how do I get to front page above the fold? Um, which which should, should have been a clue, but they never come back to that, but that's, like, a big clue. As, yeah, as it turns out. But my question is, so she, she, the body they find is under a bunch of those policemen's helmets, right? That's right. the flower? I suppose so. So that flower was just in that garden? I guess. And so he put it under there and then ordered more so they would eventually get to that? Yeah. Sure. Let's right. go with that. <laughs> I so suppose. Because like, well, we would, they would have us believe that they haven't, they said that they didn't deliver the flowers yet. They did. So it's they not didn't like deliver they delivered the flowers, the flowers there. They are not. Uh, the body is not under the flowers that that he ordered from the flower shop. Right, but they're the same type of flower. I'm assuming. I guess. What do I know? I don't know. I'm not gay. I don't know anything about flowers. I'm just saying it's something about it. What are this, you implying, this, Matthew? This seems like it's. It thinks it's a little smarter than it actually yeah, is. Yeah, this is not a good. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a good episode, but it's not a smart episode. Right. That's why I'm like, wait a second. So, okay, okay. So, uh, they also they talk to um, Melinda Warner, and Melinda Warner's like, she was stabbed the exact same time. So, so we have this RDK killer is back, right? So Rupert Daniel Kilmore stands for RDK, and RDK was rape, dismember, kill, right? And yes, something like that. And yep. no, that's what it was. Basically, BTK, and um, and so they're like, it can't be a copycat because there was an RDK symbol, which is just like a RD and a K, um, and that was never released to the press. So like, we think he's back, but this doesn't happen with serial killers. Like, they don't disappear and return, except for BTK, who does that? Did that? It was except for BTK, who exactly did that? Um, and so they're like pretty sure that it is him. Um, and then Melinda Warner's like. She was stabbed the exact same amount of times, but that's not what killed her. What killed her was he cut her throat and then stabbed her. So that's kind of weird. Also, there's no cummies in there. Because, like, uh, the R in RDK was rape. And he didn't rape these victims. So, like, what's up with that? Uh, This guy's getting fucking lame. Well, fucking. (laughs) And then Warner's like, well, that was 25 years ago. Men could develop all sorts of, like, sexual problems in that amount of time yeah so uh so that's why the 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 perceived rape scene in the beginning that wasn't even a rape scene that was just a murder um so like right yeah, why is they, SVU they never... doing this okay i i get it that they thought it was a rape for long enough well, that whatever. yeah and there was a baby involved so it's a kid case okay. even though the kid's fair. not the victim yeah not i the mean least, again it's not the least tenuous one but Right, or the most you know, uh, it's 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 a very good point. It's not <laughs> one that I'd really thought of, but you're right. Like, why would SVU be covered? Because again, they did think it was a rape, but there was no evidence of. I mean, other than the the underwear being right. cut, which I guess I guess is and 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 enough. they're already like 36 hours into this case, so like I I guess I I get why they see it through. 
Right, especially whenever there's like a timetable for the guy who's killing people in sequence in a certain amount of time, it'd be like, well, in terms of like the jurisdictional bullshit, yeah, just it's like, like just, eh, do it. just yeah. get him. So um, it turns out that Jeanette Henley is the only RDK victim that lived. So they go to talk to Jeanette Henley. Um, she has seen the symbol. She got a letter from RDK. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. After she survived, saying, like, you're the one that got away. I'm going to get you. Um, and it's si- signed with the symbol. And her throat has been, like, cut. And so she wears, like, a scarf all the time. But I, when she says that she's seen the symbol, I'm like, it was her. She's doing it. Well, okay, so here's the question that I have. And Cassie and I debated this a little bit, so I guess I would like to know your opinion, and then listeners, you know, get at us on Twitter in terms of what you, uh, or Gmail, whatever whatever you got. So, she is the only surviving victim of RDK. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Of, of, of Terrible. R- RFK, yeah. Terribly traumatic incident. She was raped by. She describes her attack. She was raped. She was going to be murdered. She ended up getting away because she like threw something in his eyes and and you know she got away. And then she received a letter from her rapist and attempted murderer, signed with the symbol and everything like that. And received so but is, received that like many 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 years ago. Right. Not like immediately thereafter. Or like at some point in time, she received it. But and she held on to it. Yeah. Why would why why, why would, would you why would you get rid of it? Why why would you get rid of her? Why would you not? Oh, get rid do of you it? mean like why didn't you send it to the cops? I'm sure that she told the cops. Well, I'm saying well, I'm saying why didn't a the cops take it as evidence in an ongoing investigation because it's still an open case. That's a good point. And secondly, if you're that woman, why would you want to keep? Like, that memento from your attacker. I definitely understand why she would keep it and, like, put it in some really? kind of locked box or something. Um, I, I See, I don't. I would want to get rid of that just thing. Just, like, burn it? Yeah, it would make me fucking think... It would make me terrified that the guy was coming for me. Yeah, but, like, that but you got the letter either way. Yeah. <laughs> No, I know, but like I would move and then fucking turn that shit into the cops and get change my fucking name and get the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah, that's a good. I mean, that's a good point. Like, why would why would you why would the letter be in your possession in the first place? Um, I just I thought mean, it was Cassie's, her. Cassie thought the same thing. She was like, uh, "A, the cops should have that, but B, if they don't, like, yeah, I would. If that happened, I would keep it too." I'm like, I don't. Yeah, I, just don't I agree. Get that. I agree with Cassie. 
I, I once keep again, it. I would not and, fucking keep me it. Me and your wife are the same person, Matt. Think about that next time you're laying in bed next to your beloved that she's just me. Just another version of me. me. Eh, well, there's there's one distinct difference that I can think of off the top of my head. I don't know how distinct it is. It's average. It's... <laughs> I... See, I... <laughs> average, I average oh plus. I... <laughs> Average and a half. Average adjacent. Average adjacent. <laughs> I didn't say which side of adjacent. Yeah, it's not like speaking another language. Look, if we've got like Dios a normal mio. curve here. <laughs> oh, it has a normal curve. A little to the left. There you go. That's not what I was going for. I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking of the standard deviations from the mean, but okay, that works too. That works too. I've, I have been called a standard deviation. <laughs> oh, man. Which, which, you know what? We could keep going on this one yeah, for a while. A good bit. I don't know if we should, but it's it's a it's a bit worth. It's a pretty good bit. <laughs> it's a pretty good bit. I'm not gonna lie. Tune in next week. Um, so bonus sh- bonus sh- episode: the normal curve with Matt and Aviv. <laughs> oh, looks, we're discussing dick curvature. <laughs> looks like a scythe. You wait. You've been talking about a dick. So um, they. She also says that uh, a rep- bread makes you fat. <laughs> bread makes you. Fa- I had garlic bread yesterday, and I was like, "Here it is. I'm gonna say." So it. did I. It's so fucking good. It was so fucking good. I could eat it for every meal. It's then you get fat. Why would I get fat? Because bread makes you fat. Bread makes you fat. It's so good. Um, I love that fucking line. That movie. Okay. So, good. so uh, she. Where also, am I in my notes right now? I don't even have any idea. That a, rep- a reporter from the Herald came by and she showed him the letter um, because he's doing research and his name is Blaine Lawson. Um, right, and it's supposed to be. Uh, she was told that it's because of the 25th anniversary of the murders. That's what she thought she was being interviewed. That guy was interviewing her, which is why I was like, when did you get this letter that you've literally held on to for 25 fucking years? I don't know, man. That's uh, why I was so hung up on this, where it's like, if you just got it, it makes sense because he's resurfaced. But like, if not, fucking, you have held on to this for decades and didn't tell the police or anything I, but also, like, whenever they, uh, before they go and talk to this woman, Stabler's like, all right, that's it. We're pulling out all the stops. We're going to look at the old case files and go and interview the other. It's like, what, why did it, why, why wasn't did that it the take first you, thing? Why was that not the first thing whenever you determined, oh my God, this is either a copycat or the original guy back? Like, open up the old fucking case files. Let's go talk to this lady. Maybe something's going to jar loose after 25 years. Like, that should have been the first fucking thing. That's the first fucking thing is go and interview the only witness that has seen the guy like come on elite squad come on crazy get it together all right um, anyway, so we got yes. we go to the we go to the herald i think it's the herald it's the daily bugle whatever um and they talk to jay jonah jameson he's like blaine lawson he's a real scrapper find me pictures on spider-man <laughs> uh they, we also should point out the fact that rdk did sign the note with that symbol and so they're like, okay, the reason they go to the Herald is like, well, that dude saw the symbol, and we know the symbol was never released to the public. So right, it's either, so, so it's out in the wild yeah. in, a, in a way that they did not expect. Correct. So it gives them another suspect that if it's not the actual RDK, it is now this guy potentially is a copycat. So yeah, they go there and like, ah, this guy, let me go get him. And it's like a black guy. And they're like, no, no, no. Stan was like, no, no, no. We're looking for, it's like a pasty, yeah, like a pasty white, white guy. guy glasses. Um, 
the he says the word pasty yeah but i'm wondering like does she say white guy who says white guy ever i guess the i guess the homeless man said a white guy took him to the yeah. copy shop but like yeah i think that was that that was what they're they're going off of i think yeah that would that has to be it I guess. Otherwise, and so so like I mean, a guy stand, a black dude stands up in the background. He's like, no, 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 not you. No, 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 pasty looking white guy, but thick glasses. Uh, and so they go down. It's like I don't what the what area does he? He's like a researcher. Yeah. So they say that he's at the morgue, but he's basically just like in the archives. Right, and uh, he's apparently on vacation that week. They find an exacto knife to that they used to cut out articles. Which I feel like 2004, there would be a lot of paper, but I feel like a lot of the stuff would either be on microfiche or digital, just completely digital. Of, yeah, um, but it's like less cool than like the stacks of like the Indiana Jones style stacks of whatever, like the reams of paper. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, the guy who they are describing is like Humphrey Beck. His name's Humphrey Becker, and now to me it makes sense that he wants to be above the fold right because like he's an archivist in at the newspaper so like he wants the front page story about what he did um which turns out to be like part of the you know whatever part part of his motivation but not, but not entirely i mean yeah i was gonna say but not really kind of it's not not i guess yeah um and so uh he's on vacation his co-workers like ah he's probably just at home jerking off and doing puzzles and they're like jerking off and doing puzzles to be fair i don't think she says jerking off i think that she implies it yeah right it's like he's just a miserable human being he's probably jerking off two puzzles it's like oh i got that one squish so they so we cut to kragen marching through the squad room with like with wong as like the parrot on his shoulder he's like our perp has a penchant for puzzles let's placate the the public and put him behind penitentiary putting him in a penitentiary there you go there it is. saved it i got that it. was very good i was like, got there i couldn't his girl friday on the sl- on the fly i mean it was it was pretty pretty was t- good there t- but he's like oh he's got he's got terrible self-esteem which is why he wants the puzzle and like they're also like oh my god the reason he does all these things is that he can dissociate himself from the consequences like it's not his fault if the if he murders these people it's because the police didn't get there fast enough so he blames it on us yeah He's like, he probably has very low self-esteem. It's like, I mean, all these things, that's, I, I I don't think any of them are all that, like, earth-shattering. No. In terms of, like, the puzzle, it's, it, But it's all, like, putting things the together. Puzzle, like, maybe. The puzzles, and I, but I I would just hate to see any of these assholes in, a, in an escape room, because they're all, like, so bad at all of this stuff. Um, so they... Have you ever done an escape room? I've done a couple of them, yeah. Did you did you make it out? I made it out of one, and I did not make it out of. It's all about teamwork, man. It's all about teamwork. Did you do it with people that you knew, like at like all the people you knew, or was it like you went with somebody and so you two knew each other and it's you were with both, a bunch of randos? That's this. That was the situation both times. Was like I knew some people, but not all the people. But okay. The second gotcha. time when we didn't escape, there were more of us, and so I think like the more people that you have, it can get a little rough. Well, it's uh, it's more people you have to wrangle. Yeah, and like I have trouble, especially when like a bunch of people are talking at once. I have trouble focusing, which I'm sure is right. not, I'm not unique in that. It's amazing that we've made 120 of these episodes. Then, if you... yeah, right, <laughs> as we are oft, oft talking at the same time. 
Um, and so they they get a warrant for his apartment, and they're like, "We found a humidifier. What a pervert!" It's like what? Yeah, what? Because like it's it's just because he's got a bunch of books. He's got a bunch of books. He's taken all the doors off of his closet. And he has rejection letters. Like two years worth of rejection letters. Yeah, like either like stapled or taped onto the walls. So it's basically like his wallpaper is all of his rejection letters. That's like a weird, that's weird, man. I mean, like I understand he's like a serial killer, so he's weird. But like, that's weird. I mean, I feel like that's the kind of thing that you would hear about one of two people. Serial killers, this guy falls into that category, uh, or I guess maybe he would be a spree killer. Anyway, uh, either those people or people that like eventually go on to be like the most prolific authors of all time, where it's like ah, that motivated me every day to keep yeah, writing, yeah. keep the, writing. The that eventually I broke through. Yeah, yeah, like like oh my god, we just got to keep going. I use it to, as fuel to to motivate me to continue to fucking write and make a whole bunch of books. Um, one of those two, nowhere in between though. That would be my, that would be my assertion, but I don't know. Um, so yeah, so there's no closets, there's no closet there's doors, no doors. or anything. Um, and so he was the book that he was rejected from these publishers is a book on serial killers, specifically RDK. Um, right, and, and they read one of the rejection letters that says like, like, "Be more current." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like, uh, you know, we're only looking for. A, cases that are like more recent or active so you know now it's all starting to come together it's like okay he is copycatting rdk so we can get his book published and so this is of of this episode this is the plot point that that ages the worst because like serial killers are so hot right now that you could you could find any fucking serial killer and get a book deal off of it well here that that's what i was like this guy was just born a few years too soon ten because years, if he yeah. was born if he was born 10 years later he wouldn't even need to publish anything he could just fucking produce his own podcast and there and about this yeah. case and make a million dollars make a mint man but it turns out is that's not why he's doing it question mark um I don't know. Like it's it's a bit of the hat on top of a hat. It thing really is. At the end, it really is. So they fought. They find the third clue, which is like some Lincoln. The the foot doodle was like a like a, a rebus to say like Lincoln Center. Under oh, the it was so funny. Lincoln yeah, because Center. like so stupid. Whenever they like whenever they find the the second body, which has the rebus on the on the feet. Like, they just don't immediately go into investigating that, because they, then they go to talk to Warner, and then they go and talk so to the, the other So they split up. Benson and Stabler go go to talk to Warner, and, and Munch and Finn are like, we'll sit here and puzzle this foot doodle. Right, but Stabler's like, I'm, I'm done playing this guy's game. Like, I'm I'm not going to do this. Like, we're going to go, you know, open this case and talk to the other victim. Where it's like, no, you should probably just keep playing the game, because every time he's left you a clue, it has brought you to the next step. So, like, just do that. Spend some time there. But how long did it take them to write this Arebus up on the board? And how long were they staring at it before they realized, oh, it's an Arebus? Because then yeah. Munch, again, like, no one, if they're not on screen, we are assuming that people, I guess, are just standing there they doing nothing. They just don't nothing. exist, yeah. Like, it, and then it's like, oh, here they are. And then Munch is like... Oh wait, that's an Arebus. Like I could have told you that's what it was because the little plus signs yeah, indicate. But, so so we get back to the we get back to the squad room and 
to to keep us from thinking that Munch and Finn were just standing there doing nothing while while we were gone. They're like, oh man. So we went to Lincoln Center. We went there. That took us to Coney Island. That took us to a print shop in Queens. And then we had to go down to Jersey City. And then weirdly, Maryland. And now back up. And it turns out they're going after some fucking dancer uh, who's like a rock hat. <laughs> D- done. Right. And they they just they the reason they get to that is because they're, they, it all they're up. drawing they're drawing the parallels between the original RDK in terms of the victims and so they're like okay he only has gone after mothers yeah I guess? so so the 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 three people oh is it like taken a show I think was the clue that they yes, found at Lincoln Center correct um and and it's like you have until Thursday yeah so taking a show the the third victim was a dancer and so they're like oh it's a mother's thing find out all the dancers that have kids and so the one that they find her and lives live is like you know how many shows are on broadway right now really bro really and so they uh <laughs> so uh cat uh sorry novak like storms in she's like do you know i just broke the fucking record for getting this warrant by the way i broke up this the poker game again drink <laughs> this poker game reference well, of the judges so Munch goes on like a wild hair where he's like, you know, the examiner the is the uh, is the paper that like really broke the RDK story the first time. So I want to go talk to this guy like Morty Graff. Morty Graff. So they go. The, it, he's the um, R- Paul Avery of this of this world. Yeah. Right. Basically. So yeah, that's that's what I think it's supposed to be. Uh, so they go and interview this guy down at like some writers club or some shit like that. It's like a smoking lounge yeah, for he, writers. It's it, he reminds me of like Paul Newman in the Hudsucker Proxy. He's just like sm- chomping on a cigar and being old. Right. So Munch is talking to him. Finds out that uh, the uh, Bogart Bogart or Humphrey Humphrey Becker. Becker, not Bogart. He's named after Humphrey Bogart. So yeah, uh, that is like, relevant. He's a member that he's a member of this like weird uh, writers. Well, not a weird, but like this like writers club. But he lied to get in yeah, there. He lied to yeah. get in because it it takes published authors and he just lies about it. Um, right, and then and then he's got a locker. Every, there. Everyone's then, got a locker, right? And that's when Novak breaks up the poker game. Who then she becomes like a she's like a deputized fucking detective now because then all of a sudden out of nowhere she's just wearing rubber gloves like going through all of this stuff with Munch. It's like fucking Al Capone's vault, right? Except there was something. But the best part about it is like, oh, it's a locker, and so she arrives with the uh, the, the warrant. warrant. And much is like, all right, open it, and it didn't even appear to be locked. Like I understand they would need to, they would need to do that because like there's no key turn. It's just like but if opens you're a it. serial killer, like lock your locker. Um, and so well that, and I understand like they would need a warrant to use it. Otherwise, all the evidence could get thrown out in terms of if it was not done correctly. But at the same time, it's like. You know, you could have made that a little more dramatic where, like, they cut the lock or something yeah. like that. They cut a lot of locks in this episode. Um, they do. They So they find a bunch of notebooks and and um, and Novak's like, there are a bunch of story ideas, bad ones. How the fuck do you know? You've been looking at this for 10 seconds. What does it just say? Bird internet? <laughs> story it is let's think let's think of some what, what what would this guy come up with you think aviv like it's a it's this story has everything all mothers have disappeared from the earth we can stay up as late as we want no closets for me to sleep in tonight <laughs> the sun never sets in this world humphrey bogart never existed it's the opposite of that movie pitch black 
Um, Still starring Vin Diesel. And so they also find the uh, the the dancer with the baby. His, her name is Red Watts. Um, whatever. Guys. Here's an idea. It's a love story between an Amelie and a fish. Best picture. <laughs> These ideas are horrible. How about this? We get Vigo Mortensen to drive around Mercer Ali in the South. Oh God, terrible! And we solve racism. This guy, this guy's terrible. <laughs> We remake Kramer versus Kramer, but in a future state. No, what? <laughs> Laura Darren's there. The lady from Jurassic Park? The same one. A remake of we make Little a movie Women. About spe- <laughs> we make a movie about the Joker that no one's asking for. This is basically that anyway. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, really, if we... We're, the, what we're describing is literally the, the Oscar movie, lineup. Yeah. This is the fucking... No, but we're watching the Joker movie essentially in this in this episode. <laughs> um, so, oh so God. they 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 pull Red Watts aside. They like go to her house or something, to, and like find. Oh no! They they've discovered that um, what's her name, the old lady, uh, Jeanette Henley, never made it to her sister's house in, right, in that's- Queens. That's at the end of the scene, but they, they come in, and this woman, she's, like, getting ready to, to fucking go. They're like, okay, so her everyone's reaction whenever, like, the cops come running up to them, and they have no idea what is going on. Like, I'm sorry, if the cops come up to me looking as, like, frantic as they are, I wouldn't just be so like, oh, I've got to get on stage. You'd be like, okay, I think I'm, I'm about to be arrested for something hey, that man, I don't know. York. Or something horrific has happened. Because they're like, do you know this guy? Have you seen this guy? She's like, yeah, he's waiting for an autograph. It's like, did you mention your son to him? And she's like, oh my god, I did. Why? I've got to go hang out with my son. <laughs> got to go buy. Like, why would you? Why would you do that? Uh, my son's and then, calling me. Bye. And fucking yeah, that's when Liv gets a call that the uh, original living victim, Jeanette, Henley. never made it to her sister. Yeah, never made it to her sisters. But she goes to her apartment alone i'm like see this is when you need like the generic beat cop to be like okay you stay <laughs> the with red, the chorus the red girl shirt yeah yeah so then fucking you, you stay know, with the chorus girl so i can get murdered yeah i it's it's a little it's a little questionable that uh and so go, he oh so live goes in there there's there's clearly a, there's signs of a struggle something some something or someone in the bed she pulls the she pulls the cover and he's just like there, like Lenny and Squiggy being like, hello. How you doing? Um, he's just laying in the Looks bed. Looks like you got me. Yeah. So, uh, and he's like, he's like punning around. He's like, oh, uh, I was just laying here waiting for you detectives. It's not a pun, but this is what I was doing. So my, here's my question. The dude has the, the covers all like over his entire body. He can't he's, breathe. Like, how long has he been there? Also, also, we find out later he does not like enclosed spaces. Maybe he just pulled the covers before, like as he heard her come in. Is that what? Yeah, I guess because she was like, "Hello, is anyone here?" So I guess he would know. But do you think he was just like out of position? He's like, "Oh shit, she's here." Oh fuck, fuck, like, fuck! Places. Okay, I get out of. Okay, I'm gonna cover myself, even though I'm afraid of the dark. Um, maybe this he makes cut, sense. Cut himself some eye holes. <laughs> It's it's very it's very strange. So, it's very strange because I'd like to think is okay. The amount of time it would take him to abduct this woman and then put her in a refrigerator and then with the oxygen and everything like that. It's a long time. Like that that would take some time. Uh huh. 
then come so back to he, her house. Has he just been laying there for like six hours? I really just hope waiting? so. I, I hope I hope he's checking his watch, being like Jesus. These I cops hope he's are doing not that. Good. And then he's like, ah, oh, fuck, I gotta, I gotta go take a shit. So he goes, he's like taking a shit, and that's oh when he like Liv comes in. That's so funny. Where she, where where Liv's looking around, and he just flushes the toilet like John Travolta and Pulp Fiction. Yeah, it's like fucking Pulp Fiction, and then he fucking gets gunned down. Um, so we come back from commercial, and he misogynistically will only talk to the lead detective man to man, which is Stabler. Um, and Wong's like, let's make a game plan and figure this out and stabler in the stablerest of all fashions is like no time for a game plan i just gotta go gotta fly by the seat of my balls it's actually it's a it's a really good shot in terms of because it's like stabler it is a good gets shot. back from yeah and it's a good track it's like a it's an Aaron sorkin walk and talk yeah basically. he's they're, but they're following him as he goes through like three different rooms and each in each room someone's trying to talk him out of going into the interrogation room or the giving him like background information or whatever right. like that. It's pretty good. It's very very good. Um. So the uh, <laughs> so this guy so Humphrey he basically sets he's like all right we're gonna play a game. It's like you're not allowed to leave this room. No one's allowed to come in and help you. Like and you got to just try to get it out of me then. But just so you know, I know all of, all of the tricks. But the guy is like whenever he knows like one, one of on the him. tricks. That's it. He's like that's a two way mirror. They're all watching me. I'm like yeah man. Crack a book. What, look, what did you what did you think? Yeah. He's like, I'm a hope a high profile case. But he but he's so he's like, oh my god, I've got such the the upper hand in this. But like it never occurs to him that whenever Stabler is talking on his phone and he says that he is talking to his wife, that he Stabler just might just be lying. So stupid. This so let's talk about Humphrey uh Humphrey Becker for a second. So the guy who plays Humphrey Becker is um he looks familiar. Is his name is Doug Hitchinson, and he looks a little like the guy from um, from Person of Interest, uh, and but he's, it's not him. Yes, it's not. Oh him. my, yeah, it's it's not him. But you're right; it does look a lot like him. Um, he played Davros on the eighth season of Twenty Four. He has been in a bunch of million things, but he basically looks like. A cross between uh, Kevin Spacey from Seven and the Can You Hear Me Now guy from Verizon. <laughs> yeah, if they had a baby, I could see that. Um, but interesting, interestingly enough, he's in pre-production on a movie called Bogey and Bacall. Oh, he doesn't play Humphrey Bogart. He plays Spencer Tracy. Oh, very okay. Weird. Very weird. Indeed. That's v-, v weird. V weird. How about that? V weird. Um, so yeah, he like thinks he's way smarter than he actually is. He's asleep when they come in. He's like, "Is it true only the guilty sleep?" And Stabler's like, "Uh, yeah, I guess in that like samurai parable kind of way." And um, yeah, like let's go with that. So fucking, he's like, guys, "Well, like, you got me." It's like I know all of your cop tricks. I've wrote so many books. I've wrote twenty-seven of them. Sam's like, yeah, I saw all the fucking rejection letters. And then he gets his phone call. Wong's like, don't fucking do that, bro. Like, uh, I said, let's make doing? a plan for this very reason. My God, you couldn't wait. Literally, like fifteen seconds. I would just, I literally would have told you, like, just don't fucking challenge him. Just like jerk him off for a while, not literally, figuratively, or literally if you want to. Whatever's gonna work, I guess. Like, fucking do that, and then we'll we'll figure it out. But it's like, nope, no time. Um, and so he says, oh, yeah, these books sound interesting. I wish I could read them. 
Um, but it's a shame that with the Son of Sam law, you can't profit off of your crime. And he's like, oh, it's not about money. It's about sending a message to my mother. Yeah, to her. It's like, I'll show her. I mean, them. Sarah's like, so what do you mean stupid. her? It's like, he's like, nothing, nothing. Don't worry about it. It's like, I didn't slip he, up. Like, I said that on purpose. For a guy that is like, I'm so good and I'm so smart. Like, literally, he's the good first for five fucking, seconds. Yeah. The first thing that you do is is fall <laughs> is out of the gates. Fuck up. Um, and then Stabler just like smacks like, this him isn't and like, puts him in a sleeper hold. Yeah, it's fuck. It's not even like a horse in the home stretch, like breaking its leg in a horse race. It's like the gate opened and the horse just died. <laughs> um. Uh. So, yeah. <laughs> Stable just starts. Yeah, it's not even the a shit punch. Out of him. It's a slap. Yeah, Stabler. Stabler starts beating him. Wong and Kragen. Wong Kragen. Uh, burst in. <laughs> Wong's like, "I'm a doctor. Let me help you." And tries to human lie detector him by taking his pulse and asking him questions at the same time, which like absolutely is not a thing. Well, uh, here's the thing. So, Stabler picks up the phone, talks to him, and it's Wong being like, don't challenge him, like, stroke his ego and everything like that, and then the, the, that scene transpires. And then we get a second phone call where Stabler picks it up, and now now Boga, or Humphrey, is fucking pissed. And it's basically Liv being, or Novak saying, like, look, I, I'll take the death penalty off the table if we find out where she is, and then there we go. And then, so, Humphrey calls Stabler out for, for doing talking, that again. talking on the phone. And yeah. then... Yeah, and then Stabler's like, all right, fine. I'm not going to bullshit you anymore. Like, we'll take the death penalty off the table as long as you tell us where she is. And he's like, well, what happens if she's dead? Like, you know, she should have four hours of oxygen left, but I don't know. Like, <laughs> is she happens. panicking? Yeah. Right. And that's what, here's the thing. Stabler slaps this guy and then chokes him. The amount of time before someone comes in to a long help time. this guy. A long time. It is a really, really long I wanted, time. I wanted the line of, like, nobody in or out, right? <laughs> like, I wanted him I, to fucking... To call it out? Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Where it's just like... I, why did they wait so long to do that? Like, did, <laughs> like as soon as he started... Because here's the thing. That would mean that Kragen and Wong and Novak... Are just watching. And, and Liv are watching this happen. Potentially Finn and Munch. Yeah, and fucking Novak should not be seeing any of this because she's like, I can't use none of this guy's not gonna get arrested well, now. Like, in fact, you he's gonna own the police department with the amount of money he's gonna uh, get in this lawsuit. Guess, well, the I the thing that happens after this is so bizarre. I can't wait. Well, but here's here's what I want to have happened. They see him starting like, oh fuck, we gotta get in there. And Wong's like, wait, let him choke him for a little bit. I have an idea for a plan. Let's, what I'm gonna let's do Let's see is, how this plays out. Let's let him let's let Elliot almost kill this guy so i have a plausible reason to go in there to act as a doctor and then i'll human lie detector him. and Kraken's like what the fuck are you talking about and then they go like, in. and go 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 move go move, now. move 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 that uh, guy swarm swarm meanwhile uh novak and olivia are just staring at craig and talking to himself being like should we do something what is happening What's right now on Novak is trying to like gouge her own eyes up like I see nothing this case must <laughs> so now all of a sudden Stabler's out Wong's in and Wong's like you're so important because you're a big I'm an FBI agent like we all we have a whole team on you because you're so important um tell me about your okay tell me about your mother and he's like it's always the mom with you people when it is the mom 
I, it's very true, but also the guy's like, oh, you're from the FBI, you're profiling me, and Wong's like, yeah, we've got a whole team working on you. They're like, what are they saying about me? And Wong starts out, which is hilarious, <laughs> because he literally <laughs> says in the previous scene, don't challenge him, like, stroke his ego. It's like, uh, you know, you're already stroking his ego by saying you've got, like, a whole team working on him, so just keep lying to him. He's like, oh, uh, we're saying that uh, you're impotent. <laughs> And he gets like offended at this. It's like, uh, but I also yeah. like that. I also like that. Like Wong's like, they're saying you're impotent, but I know better. I know that you're much smarter than that, and it's about this other thing. Yeah, I don't even know what what's he this sa- whole thing. He's like, he really? Says, you're, you like, don't want to fuck, fuck your mom. You don't want to fuck them because they remind you of your mom. And he's like, it's always the mother with you, right? Like that's why you've always left the children alive because they're innocents, like you, like you were. What did your mom do? And he's like, stop okay. it with that shit. So we also have to talk. So eventually they track down uh, his mother. Yes. So it and, is about the mother. And Mira. As it turns out. Ben Stiller's real life mother. Oh, is that for real? Yeah, that's Jerry Stiller's wife, Ben Stiller's mother. She died a few years ago, but uh, yeah, that's her. Oh. Yeah, and Mira. It's fucking. So she is just like chatting it up. She's wearing the little like plastic bag thing on her head i was like she looks completely dry she's like oh it stopped raining halfway over here i'm like it doesn't look even remotely wet yeah what the thing the thing she's wearing on her head no no i know but they're like what oh okay wait what so here's the other thing so they eventually they in typical svu style or just i guess all law and order style they bring in someone else into the interrogation which would never happen but okay so before she goes inside um, she says that she hasn't talked to Humphrey in 25 years because she put him through school. She named him after Humphrey Bogart, her favorite actor. She put him through school and he plagiarized his journalism like thesis. Senior, yeah. yeah, his like senior thesis or something like that. So, so she was like, all my money. Long. Yeah, he got kicked out. She is chatting and chatting and chatting. They're like, no, 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 we need to get you into the room. We need to get you in the room. When they get into the room... The, she says to her son, I don't know if it's the first thing, but it's one of the first things she says is something to the effect of like, all right, what'd you do with that woman? Which means the cops told this woman, we need you. Your son has kidnapped someone right. and we're on a timer. So it's very urgent. You come with us. So she wants and she's to talk stopping about, yeah. to, to chat with them about whatever. Like You don't know you very know, many old Jews, do you? There is no sense of urgency with this woman. It is hilarious. And her name yeah. is Ida. Ida, yeah. And so Ida's like, oh, let me tell you. I'll be in there in a second. Let me tell you about this important thing that I watched on the television earlier today. Um, and so, so yeah, she says, why'd you cut your hair? You used to be so good looking. By the way, please tell us where you hid this woman. <laughs> um, he's like, hello, and- Ida. He's like, oh, he's called me that since he was four. Yeah, and so... Um, she i actually like the conversation between them because she keeps talking about like his potential and then um he keeps like slyly referencing humphrey bogart movie titles right which i thought this was just odd it was odd she's got like a weird bogey obsession and but now we're like cutting back and forth between like seven different close-ups but the best part of this is whenever, like, he says something, he's like, oh, he makes a reference to, like, a, a a Bogart movie title or something like that. She then has this moment where she has to, like, look slightly back to either, like, Stabler or Wong and be like, 
it's like she has to say it to them so she can say it to the audience. Like, because if you don't know a Humphrey Bogart movie, time, it's like right. that was Bo- that was Bogart's that was a, first movie. That, oh, he's a journalist in his last movie, and this was his name. Yeah, but I think that that was like. I mean, she's like such a such a seasoned actor that she pulls off that that exposition pretty well. Sure. Um, and then uh, then so Wong's like, was he a difficult child? Oh, you wouldn't believe it. We got kicked out of the movies, and then he's like, cause and then you had to start leave me at home in the closet. It's like that. That's why there are no closet doors. And so it's literally the end of the 12 Angry Men where it's just like close up, close up, close up, close up, close up, just like in a, in a, in a ring in the room um, until he freaks out and tries to attack his mother. Yeah, the guy that plays uh, Humphrey is actually a pretty good actor yeah, in Doug terms Hutchinson. of being like being deranged like he's pretty good we we've been talking a lot about him we haven't really actually he is a given good him any any props yeah. he's very good in this episode so it is it is an amalgam of a bunch of different other it's characters not, that have previously existed yeah. right i know but he, i mean he's doing the best he can with what he's got he's, he's doing a pretty good job so the this is the interesting part when they or the insane part when he attacks his mother stabler grabs him and is like he's got him like in a half nelson he almost. has him in a half in like a chicken wing okay and then okay and then he's like okay this is not allowed what he does again well he already smacked this guy around and put but him this in a is, fucking sleeper this is hold. really not really not allowed none of it's allowed that's what i'm saying like none this guy is going to walk simply because of the way that they went about this now if we want to say that the value the true value here is saving this woman's life which you know is and but at justify the, same time, the means or whatever uh, right but it's like okay if this guy walks like at least the lady lives so i guess there's a silver lining there but no no so no. he's like the game room and olivia immediately knows what to do she opens the utility closet smashes the light bulb right and they, they lock throw him, him inside in there. and he's screaming and then fucking that's some gitmo what? shit <laughs> Kraken shows up with the key to the utility closet. Like, calmly, he's like, oh, here, you might want to use this. So, Because they're sitting there, like, holding the door shut, like the fucking scene from Jurassic Park with the raptor. Like, then Kraken's like, oh, here's the key. I am the captain of this precinct. And I am like, well, we're in it now, I guess. We might as well just fucking, we might as well just We go all just for saw it. this together. And so he's like, let me out and I'll tell you where she is. And they're like, tell us first and then we'll let you out. And so he tells them that she's in a refrigerator on Long- in a trash heap on Long Island that's chained shut. And, um, and which is so not specific. And yet they go they immediately there. But they don't let him out before they leave to go. Yeah, because uh, Stabler literally says, like... The lady, uh, Jeanette first. Jeanette first, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that Craigan lets him out. Because Craigan's out there. It's in just, my, it's Stabler. In my head canon, he's just in that closet for the rest of the series. <laughs> it's like, oh, they, we have to go into the utility closet. They, no, feed, I can't go him the utility closet. they feed him periodically and give him a new tank of oxygen. Fucking, they... They pull like a Kramer in that episode of Seinfeld where he's got to slice the fucking deli meat so thin to feed the cat. Yeah, <laughs> that's just how they feed him. And so, so they they unlock the refrigerator in, on Long Island. Jeanette's still there, barely alive, and she's like, "I I knew he was gonna find me. He's he's gonna get me. He's not gonna stop until he kills me." And uh, Stabler's like, "He's never gonna get out." And I'm like, "Of the fucking closet." 
Like, are you kidding? I was like, are you kidding me? This motherfucker's coming after this woman in like an hour and a half. Because as soon as his lawyer's like, um, did you see what you did to my client? Like, <laughs> no, it's like every judge is gonna be like, yeah, you can't, none of none of that is usable in court, and uh, you you are so all going insane. to jail. Yeah, like very, very, very you very have crazy. jeopardized this woman's life so much more because of your fucking actions to get her out of there, like. You know, you've just delayed her. Fucking corrupt defense attorneys, am I right? You no, you abused this man. You have delayed this woman's murder and assured it, but you've only delayed it by a brief period of time. Yeah, they're going to put her back in the fridge. Yeah. And they're like, fair is fair. Go yeah. find her. Play, play the ball put her back in lays. the fridge. Yeah. We're going to move the fridge, though, so it's going to be in a different area, so you got to find it. And that's our dick wolf. Oh, my God insanity so insanity so crazy so uh a couple of elite detectives elite detectives a couple of bits of trivia um so uh as we said based off of the widely known btk case whose dennis raider is the real btk killer's name um that stood for bind torture kill btk was captured in 2005 four months after this episode aired and that's why it's so creepy crazy, crazy i wonder if this episode played any uh i don't think so it's very stupid um and mira made another um guest appearance on svu in season 14 dreams deferred which was her final television role before she died and oh, uh, okay yeah and the a person who's skilled at the practice of making clocks or watches is called a horologist yeah, the uh, the dude. It was time to kill. Was the name of the watch shop, which yeah. I was like, that's a that's a good movie, and that's also a good name for a watch shop. Yeah, uh, toward the end of the episode, Doug Hitchinson, his character, is put in the storage closet where he finally admits to where the victim is in the Green Mile. Uh, the same character or the same actor playing uh, a character named Percy Westmore is put in a storage closet as punishment by Tom Hanks. Huh. Yeah, weird. Okay. Green Mile. One of the one of same the actor. many movies. Yeah, same actor. One of the many movies where Tom Hanks pees. Is that like Brad Pitt and eating? Yeah, and Tom Cruise and running. So Tom Hanks pees. There's like a Tom Hanks peeing scene in Forrest Gump, Apollo 13, obviously League of Their Own. He's got a urinary tract infection in, um, in the Green Mile. And he also, I believe, there's a peeing scene in Castaway. So that's five movies, at least. I'm trying to remember what the peeing scene was in Philadelphia. Uh, I don't know if there was one. <laughs> He's just, like, peeing blood. Is there a scene where him and, like, Denzel are, like, they're both, like, peeing next to each other with a urinal after, you know, their initial meeting or something like that? It's like, don't look at my dick. Right, something, something that effect in the uh, in uh, won't you be my neighbor or whatever the Tom Hanks doesn't pee in that movie. He does it. There's not some sort of like a weird. There's no weird. Um. Yeah. So there's no weird scene in won't you in um won't you be my neighbor? Uh, Captain Phillips. He pisses also. Um. Yeah. Really. That's what it's trying to remember. That's what it says here on the internet. Well, it says it on the internet. Uh, that wretched, wretched place. This is from BroBible.com. Tom oh Hanks. Oh my god. Tom Hanks cranks out serious piss in a lot of his movies. Saving <laughs> Private Ryan. Is there a Saving Private Ryan pee scene? 
so we got a league of their own. We got yep. um we got uh Forrest Gump. Yeah. We got uh the Green Mile. Okay. Yep, uh, we all the, renamed all of these already. I'm I'm going through them. There's one in um I don't know what this movie is. It looks like an old old timey movie where he I I don't know. I can't tell what this is. It might be Bachelor Party. Um it's like a it's like a supercut. He def he pees in uh Captain Phillips. He Are you watching like a video There's right like a now? video supercut. Oh, I that's thought you were just like reading it. Oh, well that's um, that's fine. This peed, is going to take too much he time. He gets peed on by a fountain in Bachelor Party. Um he runs to the bathroom in um in um the terminal which is a movie we talk about kind of a lot in this oh my god how is it like for a movie that is so bad how is we it that always it continually comes up wind up talking about the terminal ah it's it, and it's i don't even like the movie like i don't um, and yet somehow we are just drawn to it like a fucking moth to a flame yeah so this is this is a this isn't a, a, a listicle on sporadicchronicles.com top 10 movies sure. this is the ti- this is the title of the article top 10 movies where tom hanks urinates to move the plot along colon the oracle of film that implies that there is more than 10 this yeah. is the top 10 it's a ele- there are 11 on this top 10 list even so captain phillips um green mile is this in rank order or are we are going top to bottom or bottom I'm, to this, top I, or is this i could do i could do 10 to 1 or 1 to 10 your choice well, I'm saying, but this is this is actually rank order. This is this not is in rank, no particular ranked order. order. So number ten, let's do let's do ten let's do ten to one number, or eleven. Do honorable mention. Number ten is a well. There's a tie for number eight. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So so number ten. Number ten is League of Their Own. Classic. Sure. Classic. Yeah. Number nine is a terminal. It's a, another great comedy scene in Tom Hanks movie. It's a terminal. Tom Hanks is waiting for a really important phone call, and he can't afford to be away from the payphone for a second. Of course, in a movie that's almost everyone can ever relate to, he suddenly needs to pee. Uh, the next scene consists of his own bladder becoming his nemesis, nemesis when all he wants to do is get back to his home country. Number eight is a tie, The Burbs and Road to Perdition. I was going to say, is there a pee scene in The Burbs? Uh, in in Road to Perdition, he realizes he's about to be assassinated, so he excuses himself to go pee. And in the Burbs, when he suspects his neighbors of being up to something, he claims he needs to use their bathroom in order to snoop around their house. Um, so I think both of those are kind does of that, I don't know if tenuous. Does that count? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But uh, that was the clip of the movie that I was couldn't figure out. The Money Pit uh, is number seven. Um, he starts the movie moving into his new house with his new wife and the plumbing doesn't work. So he goes out to the garden and pees next to him in the water fountain. A child peeing becomes, uh, a child, a child is peeing. And then later in the movie, the child pees, uh, the ch- like the fountain child pees on his face. Uh, right. Number yeah, yeah, yeah. six is Forrest Gump. Uh, number five is Castaway. Sorry. Forrest Gump. For those of you who haven't seen it, we talk about Forrest Gump a lot too, is, uh, he tells JFK he has to pee. Um, like in that Weird Al Yankovic song. Number five is Castaway. Um, so Tom Hanks uh, actually tra- pisses on pisses on Wilson. It gets real weird. Um, yeah. So he he uh, he just runs. He just like pees on the beach. But like, there's a scene of him peeing for kind of no reason. Apollo thirteen. He pees into his bag. 
Um, Number three is Saving Private Ryan. Uh, Spielberg included a scene where the soldiers gather around and share their stories. Everyone's talking about how much they miss home. And then uh, Tom Hanks dreamily reminisces about a bully at school who pissed the letter V uh, into everyone's jacket. So, th- so this is an interesting thing because I I know specifically about the scene that it, everyone got to improvise their own story, and Matt Damon like improvised his whole speech in this scene. So, like that's weird. Uh, the Green Mile, where he has a urinary tract infection, and the winner is Captain Phillips. Uh, it says mainly because interesting. Um, so it says. Captain Phillips in 2013, he tries to escape terrorists by faking that he needs to urinate, um, which is basically the same as the Burbs and um, Road to Perdition. Road, or yeah, yeah, Road to Perdition. Yeah. Um, so yeah, well, interesting. Tent, weird thing, right? Very odd. I'm surprised he doesn't pee in big. I feel, but there, there's there is like a he does pee in big because he goes to the bathroom to look at his dick. I like that's right. like a funny and it doesn't, scene. Yeah, it doesn't. It didn't make the list though. It's not didn't a top make the list. Moment. Not a top ten. I would honorable mention that. I would put that instead of Road to Perdition. Clearly, probably yes. Anyway, that is th- that is this week's that, episode. That's week's episode. <laughs> what a way to end it. What a way to end it, guys. If you've made it this long to hear this, God, God fucking bless God you. God bless you. I don't. I don't fucking understand. Uh, if you agree or disagree with us, or have other Tom Hanks peeing movies. Uh, yeah, if we didn't name it, let us know other Tom Hanks peeing moments. Um, and tune in. or give us your rankings. Yeah, give there us you your go. rankings. Give oh, us your rankings. I wanna, I wanna go back to, uh, to revisit a uh, user review corner. This is not from, um, this is not from B. B. Kogan Bing. Bing. This is from the B. Kogan Bing has reviewed this. There are only two reviews for this. Okay, um, one of them is B. Kogan Bing, and one of them is not. Um, okay. Let's hear it. What are you doing? Uh, so this is called. This is from uh, like a month ago, January third, two oh, wow, twenty. Okay. Eight stars from Mary Salmons dash four two 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 zero. It says one of the best. This SV, this is SVU at its best. No political agenda rammed down your throat. Good old fashioned serial killer stuff, and the dude is creepy. Zero out of zero have found this helpful. <laughs> I mean. It's here's the thing that person <laughs> that person doesn't I don't know if she's necessary he or she is necessarily an SVU fan or just a general like police procedural fan I don't it's know like, man SVU doesn't typically deal with serial killers because they typically deal in sex crimes although there is a lot of crossover into shit that is not sex crimes or but children like, related crimes but like but, political agenda what are you talking about man well, I mean, there's always, there's always the, the around the horns that are somewhat political. Yeah, but like, don't rape people is not should not be a political statement. I, I mean, you know, it shouldn't. But unfortunately, <laughs> but here we are. Here we are. Here we Never are. Never forget so, our president has been accused of rape 23 times um that is true so yeah to uh if you agree or disagree with us you can hit us up places at svu podcast on twitter which is the official spe- it's the official the official twitter of i guess everything um and uh, for, i guess and for longer stuff uh special viewing unit at gmail.com.nbc slash dick wolf productions 
except the last part there. Uh, yeah, also, uh, wherever you uh, find podcasts are sold, go ahead and uh, log on, rate and review us. We'll read it on the air. We'll yeah, read all the stuff on the stuff, air as, uh, as we do. Yeah. And tune in, be fun. tune in in two weeks when we view and review and lovingly mock Law & Order SVU Season 6, Episode 5, entitled Outcry. A missing teenager found beaten and tied up in a college dorm under construction claims that she was raped by three students. But the investigation proceeds and information obtained by the police and press causes her story to unravel quickly. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, no, indeed. And it's starring starring one of my favorite actresses or actors, but with a female with female body parts. Um. Amanda Seyfried is in this episode. Oh. I love Amanda I, Seyfried. I don't know if I were... I'm sure as soon as we start watching it, I'll be like, oh, yeah, of course, I know this episode. And, but off the top of my head, I don't recall it. And we have a Michael O'Keefe appearance. So we've definitely seen him um, once before uh, on the, the episode Counterfeit, where he plays Officer Marcosi. He's um, he's Aunt, Aunt Becky's... Nope, Aunt... Jill's husband on Roseanne. Mm. You'll you'll recognize him when you see him, Mike Michael O'Keefe. Is this guy that's the, he's like a Bobo Tony Shalhoub? No, no. Don't Who am be, I thinking of? Don't be crazy. I don't know. George Clooney. No. Ew. What the fuck? All right. Let's let's no. All right. You know this is going nowhere. Let's just end the episode. So <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking going nowhere. God, we're at the end and we can't even end it. So we always yeah, stick so, the uh, Yeah, we just fucking nailed it right now. Uh yeah. So Yeah. So uh tune in until then. Until next time for Law and Order Special Viewing Unit. I'm Aviv Rubenstein. And I'm Matt Reuter. We will see you guys again in two weeks. Go, go.